0: You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name name's Andy Lynch, Connections pastor, joined by Derek Hughes, who's spinning the dials. I haven't said that in a long time, so I felt like saying spinning the dials, even though I guess those are sort of, there's dials you can spin in the upper right corner there. Thank you. He just did it. He's he spun the dials for us. Uh, but Derek puts together all these and we're thankful for him. Also joined by Joe Malley, our kids' pastor, and Leah Lynch, my wife and student coordinator as well. Uh, so you're you coordinate a lot of things in our life. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna have fun today talking about the Bible and talking about how do we, how do we read it? How do we study it? Uh, going through this series, uh, Jesus Loves Me, This I Know, for the Bible Tells Me So, we've been talking about some deeper things, some uh, prophecy and some some depth of uh, really the faith. And so maybe you are inspired to dig deeper, or perhaps you're inspired just to start uh, reading. And so we want to start With that crowd first, if you haven't read the Bible yet or haven't gotten into that that pattern of it, and it's such an important thing for us to do. And so, uh, Joe, I guess we'll start with you. You know, what would you say to somebody who says, "How do I start? You know, where 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 do I go? How do I read the Bible?"
1: Yeah, Andy. You know, I think. Um, reading the Bible, I'm going to, I'm going to use Star Wars here for a moment, Thank you. Um, because reading the Bible is kind of like if you're going to enjoy Star Wars for the first time. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's not too hard to understand, even if you don't know Star Wars, but if you're really going to enjoy the series of Star Wars, you start with episode four and then you watch four, five, and six, and then you go back and you do one, two, and three, and then maybe you can talk about the ones after that. But, uh, <laughs> that, that's kind of like revelations anyways. Uh, so, uh, Um, And what I mean by that is, yes, the Bible is a book, but you can't just approach it like you would a chapter book. Um, The Bible's chapters and verses all came later to help break it down into understandable chunks for us to reference, but they weren't actually designed for us to read the Bible. And so, um, at least not to begin with, (laughs) now they are. But um, so when it comes time to read the Bible, you have to understand uh, it might be helpful to start in the New Testament to look at one of the Gospels. Um, I recommend starting with John on. Uh, it's a great understanding of what the purpose of the Bible is and giving you an understanding of that. Because if you start in Exodus, uh, you get to see God's providential care for the people of Israel and his love and the promise and all of those things. But you don't know what that promise says yet. So if you start in John uh, episode four, uh, <laughs> and then you go back to episode one, then you understand what's happening a little bit more.
0: That's a great example. I've never thought of it that way.
2: Yeah, I was... Kind of to piggyback off of that, that was kind of what I was thinking is that if you're new to this whole reading the Bible thing, then start with Jesus in the Gospels because the reality is the whole thing is a story that God is building upon that promise that you referenced. And so if we can read about Jesus and who he is, then that gives us the foundational understanding and we can go back then to episode one and <laughs> start and you begin to see Jesus in the things that you're reading in the Old Testament. you it begins to connect those dots and, you know, make that, make those connections for you. And like you said, I think the phrase you used when we met and talked about this was that it's not a front to back book and that's okay. And it's okay to approach it that way and not start in, Genesis 1 and end in the last chapter of Revelation.
1: Right. You know, uh, even the way the Bible itself is assembled and how we have it today is not actually the chronological order as we've talked about. Um, there still is a level of how it's been assembled that they're trying to help you understand the hope and the restoration and the story of redemption that exists in us being created in God's image to being restored, to being with God in his his image. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you just get to see this narrative and this storyline develop, but if you know that hope first, it means it makes the rest come alive in a new way.
0: You mentioned that it's not chronological. For so many years, my story was I couldn't read the Bible for myself. My parents tried to bribe me to do it. <laughs> when I was in high school, they said, we'll pay you. I forget, well, that's was hundred bucks or something. If you, for four consecutive months, you read the Bible. And so I did. And I don't remember what I read. I don't, I don't know that I learned anything from it. And then from there, my story is I'd always need someone to teach me. I was always looking for that, you know, the pastor that's a good communicator, the author that, you know, spells it out for me. I loved Max Lucato and Philip Yancey, and they would explain it for me. And I just couldn't like comprehend for myself how to read the Bible in my 20s, I think even in my 30s. And I know Leah was so frustrated with me because she's like, it's the Bible. Why can't you, why can't you do this? And I'm like, I just can't. I don't fully get it. So for those of you listening at home and and you're in that boat where it's so hard to comprehend, like I I, I just can't get into it. I don't know the context. I, I beat myself up. You're getting in your head about it. You know, find someone to do it with you because they can walk through in one way. And for me, it was chronologically that it finally broke through that I read through and, and seeing how some of the Psalms line up with some of the, you know, battles in the old Testament, uh, stories, and then seeing the the gospels together, there's different ways that you can, you know, read them side by side and see how these stories are in, you know, three of the different gospels or or just one. And so that was really impactful for me. Um, if if you like a story and like to read in order, and now, now you would start at the beginning in that case. And so maybe you do start, you know, with a New Testament book and, and you get that part familiar. And then maybe that next step is is chronologically. But just for me, I, I totally get it. If you're sitting there at home thinking this is overwhelming, I can't, I can't read through this whole thing. Joe, I'm sure you're so intellectual and you you love going deep. how How do, how do people take that next step then once they do have kind of that, that bounds. Okay. I want to learn more about scripture. You know, what would you say is their next step?
1: Yeah. You know, uh, it's funny that you mentioned your parents bribing you. Uh, one of the things my parents would do is they would buy me a devotion when I was growing up in a Christian home, they would buy me a devotion and then they would hide money in the pages or like right in between the words. Like if you find this, we will give you $10 no or way. something like that because they, they, <laughs> they wanted to see that I actually did it instead of just like send me to my room to go read. Um, I mean the, just hiding the bills didn't work cause we could flip through, but once they started hiding the words, then, then that worked out. Um, You know, I think what's important to understand about reading the Bible is that it's not only um, understanding how it applies to yourself, but it's understanding how it fits into the big narrative of Scripture as a whole. But then understanding that it was written years and years and years ago, right? Um, And you have to cross it to your current situation and your current thing. So it's, um, it's the simple things like understanding, okay, um, in this context, this means this, but in today's world, we would use these languages. And that's where things like Bible versions and things like that come into play because they can help do some of that work for you. It's one of the reasons we have so many different translations or, um, you know, even interpretations of scripture, because there, there's uh, literally Bibles out there that are just there to help you understand the concept of the passage and take a lot of liberties about the words where you have the more, uh, authentic, you know, I use air quotes for there, uh, (laughs) where it's um, the... Scripture that's literal, and they're taking it more word for word, and they they're making you do the work of interpreting it into today's time and culture. And so, I think it's important as you look to take it further. Though, um, you know, one of the things we focus on in kids ministry is helping them shift out of the egocentric approach that you can take when you're reading scripture, because you can make it all about yourself. And why was this written for me? Right? You think about the times you call out to God when you take that test, and you're suddenly praying, Hey, God, help me. Look, well, we often turn to scripture in the same way. Like when we go to the Bible, Hey, what, do, what can I learn from this? Um, when often the approach should be, okay, what is this scripture staying? Why did the authors write it? What was the intent for it? Understanding that heart and then understanding now, how do I live in a life that follows Christ because of this information? Leah, what is, I know you have a lot of thoughts on this.
2: (laughs) No, I mean, like when you're, when you're talking about that, like one of the things that you can do, um, to help along with that process is, you know, just when you go to scripture is asking yourself a few different questions and to, to start off is what is happening? What, what's going on in the context? what was happening at the time that this was written. And so understanding that, because that's when those passages were written, and then asking yourself, well, what does this teach me about God and who God is and God's character? Because as we talked about earlier, like you're going to see Jesus woven through the entire Bible. You're going to see God's character woven through the entire Bible. And so what does this that I'm reading teach me about who God is? And then you come to, now that you've established those two things, how does this apply, you know, how does this apply to my life, but I think, I think the important thing to, one of the important things to understand, no matter whether you're a beginner, or whether you've been reading the Bible your entire life, is this understanding that, um, it's going to look different for all of us. So what might work for me might not work for you. And that's okay. Um, God is a creative God. And yes, His Bible is the same. I mean, it's the same. It's His Word. But, you know, there are different ways that you can get into that Word. And I think sometimes people get frustrated or get um, caught up in the fact, well, Of, like, with prayer, well, like, I don't know if this is the right way to do it, I don't know if I'm doing this the exact right way, and so instead of then just doing it, you back off and you don't because you're afraid you're not doing it right. Um, But I mean, there's all kinds of different things that you can do whether that's audio, listening to the Bible, whether that's opening it, you know, a paper copy, whether that's on your phone, whether that's reading it with others. I mean, there's a lot of ways that we can meet God in that moment and, you know, be in his word.
1: Yeah, I think um, there's a lot of value to what you just said there, Leah, as you think about um, jumping the distance between like being a kid, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, and for kids often like Teaching them the God of Genesis is the same God in the New Testament can blow their minds, right? right. And like <laughs> that is the same minds. thing, Are right? You, sure? <laughs> you know, and and just helping them make those connections because they can't yeah. see the whole picture of how the Bible's connected. Mm-hmm. But then as adults, we t- we tend to take it even further. in, okay, not only this, but how do we interpret it? And that's why it's so important. You know, Andy, you've already referenced uh, pastors that you listen to and lead into for interpreting the Bible and different things, and there is so much freedom in Mm -hmm. interpretation in that and that's why it's important to know like the Bible doesn't exist just to be Googled to understand Uh, you have to look for your trusted sources and all of that as well to make sure that you know who is interpreting and why because our worldview comes into it so much Mm -hmm. and it's nearly impossible to remove our own worldview as we're reading mm-hmm. the Bible. And so knowing that we're going to people who we trust, knowing that they're leaning into their experience and understanding is so powerful because if you just Google a <laughs> passage in the right. Bible, you could get anything. Right. Uh, and right. they, I mean, uh, and just think of how many times uh, the book of Revelation is quoted in the Terminator movies. <laughs> <laughs> like a, All accurately, right? All accurately, <laughs> right. And, and John John Connor is uh, is uh, Jesus direct descendant. I think you know. um, I'm really not that big of a nerd, but apparently I am for this podcast. Uh, (laughs) But um, so it's just important to know, like, okay, now as I read and understand Mm -hmm. Scripture for myself, and I begin to hear what other people have to say, it's not only just what other people have to say, but what is their worldview and perspective they're bringing into it as well.
2: Right, and I think on the flip side of that too is the you know that those are the. You know what you have to consider and what you have to look for when you are looking to other sources, um, and on, but yet on the flip side, for me, it has always been so refreshing to go through Scripture with other people. There's something about that that brings um, brings God's Word um, and makes it even more alive because you are bringing different perspectives, you're bringing different life experiences all together. Um, I know we used to Andy and I we were in a um a life group back in Ohio before we moved that that's what we did on Thursday nights we and it, it took us several months and we went through the book of John and it was just really cool because the people in that group they were different ages all from different perspe- perspectives they were from different churches and you know and it was just really cool to see that come alive in that you know in that way
0: one of the things i loved about that group was like there were some folks that weren't even that they weren't christians yet and right. it was awesome to hear their questions and, and to hear their thoughts and and so but as a group we were able to guide them through it when they had something that was way off the wall our, right. our our pastor at the time pastor doug would he'd bring us back and he'd say well that's you know that's that's an interesting thought here's how i look at it and and he'd do a great job at, in in the group context more often than not, if everyone is seeking after God, if they all have the Holy Spirit or, you know, folks that aren't yet Christians are, are there, but there are folks guided by the Holy Spirit, you're going to be able to play off one another and get to get to a truth. And, and are we going to know the answer for exactly what, you know, was intended in in the scripture? Are we going to have all the context? Probably not. Uh, there might still be some questions, but we're going to find ourselves in a place where we know God better and we know each other better. And then we can go deeper together. It, it is so powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andy, I think, uh, I love that reference and community and bringing people back. Cause I think about how do you apply this to the home? How do you apply it when you're leading your family and, um, in leading those around you that you might be reading it through and you have to be afraid not to, um, you have to be afraid Uh, not afraid to step into and speak truth in the moment, but also be open to the fact that there is, Uh, disagreements on different parts of the scripture and ways to interpret them but there are moments where truth should be spoken and I think a fear or an inhibitor could be that as you're leading your family as you're talking to kids about scripture that you might get something wrong and here at Kingsway we have what we call our statement of faith and those are the things that we agree are essential and that these are the things that are core to the gospel and core to who we are as believers but then there's a lot of room to interpret outside of that and so knowing that as you're leading and you're growing mm-hmm. that it's okay to approach it through different perspectives. That's taken years for me to get there because you think it should all be black and white, right. but the reality right. is it isn't. And, and so that coming to that understanding and knowing that there's freedom in that, but also mm-hmm. that you need to hold to those truths is so important.
2: Right. Cause I, I mean the reality is, is we've got, we've got God's word and there is such a huge relational component behind it. Because that's God's way of communicating with us, and so there's that relational element in that, and knowing that you know this is it's a thing of connection, it's a thing of um, spending time in God's presence. Um, I was talking with our student um, minister just before we did this, and he said one of the things that he had to really learn was that it's okay that every time you come to Scripture is not going to necessarily be Mm -hmm. earth-shattering. Each time that you read it, it's— there's not going to be necessarily something that jumps out at you. And that is completely life-changing in that moment. But if you, we think about it in that way, that's how it is with our relationships with other people. I mean, our conversations aren't always earth shattering with each other, but wait a second,
0: wait a second. (laughs) Go on.
2: (laughs) Um, Sorry. You got me sidetracked.
0: Sorry. (laughs) No, that's okay. No better.
2: (laughs) So it's, because our conversations aren't always like that but every time that we have conversations with each other every time we spend time with each other and in each other's presence and in that community our relationships are growing and they're deepening and that's all god wants is he wants that relationship with us and he wants to deepen that relationship with us and we can do that by spending time in god's word
0: joe it looks like you're looking something up
1: uh I, I am Andy. Okay. Uh, I'll give you more time if you need it. Um, well, <laughs> I'm good at stalling. You're okay. So I didn't quite get there yet, okay. um, but uh, I, there's a lot of passages in scripture and there's one that I had in my mind that is escaping me in this moment. Um, Sorry. But um, the purpose of God's word, right? When we talk about all scripture is God breathed mm-hmm. and profitable mm-hmm. for teaching and rebuking and helping and understanding uh, that's in first Timothy, um, you know, Right. Yep. Okay. Leah gave so. me the look like I got the reference wrong. So no, uh, right. we're working on this. Uh, no, no, no. right now. Um, There's a beauty and there's a power in Scripture, and it's for the restoring and refreshing of us, and the renewing of our minds. the Mm. The purpose of Scripture should not be to radically transform who you already are in Christ, but Mm. to help renew you and refresh you on who you already are in Christ. Mm. And so, it's there to encourage and to support and to point you. It should not radically transform you every time once you've already been radically transformed Mm. by the power of the gospel. Mm. And so. I love that Christian said that, the student, right. um, the student minister, because it's not there to re-transform our lives every time when it's open there, but hopefully it's there to help align us right. to be focused right. again on who Christ is. Right.
0: For, for the folks out there that need to know the reference, it is 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17. All scriptures God breathed is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And listen to 17. So the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Just what you're saying, Joe.
1: Yeah. And any of my Bible professors that hear that and know that it's written on the walls of my school, um, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are listening. Yeah. Thanks so much for walking us through this guys. And and, and we, we want to be a resource to you at home. So number one, if you have questions, you know, reach out to any of us individually. Number two, find a group to read with. Our women are putting together groups of three to six ladies and they're reading scripture together. And so maybe that's the step that you want to take guys. We're doing the same thing. We've got several guys that uh, do something similar or get involved in a group as well. That's doing that. We want to connect with you. We want to refresh you just as God's word does as well. Thanks for joining us.